0: and welcome to the sparkle pod move at mama's very own podcast a community connected through exercise but so much more the sparkle pod aims to sprinkle a little bit of everything from sparkle and sunshine to our daily grind and rigmarole's we hope you enjoy hey guys welcome back to the sparkle pod Jess and I are very excited to be chatting to you today with a very special guest. Her name is Sophie and she's a mother of three and a qualified nutritional therapy practitioner. The main topic today is about postnatal depletion. So I'm sure this will be really beneficial to so many of you. Sophie has an interesting journey that I'm sure you will love to hear about. So instead of me waffling any further, we will get straight into it. Grateful to Sophie for being here and sharing her knowledge and wisdom. And obviously, grateful to you all for your constant support. Good morning to Jessie and good morning to Sophie.
1: Hi. 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 It's kind of good afternoon, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> only just. Oh, give a girl a break. <laughs> um, that was very well done, nice. Short and sweet. Well done. I like yeah, that. I
0: was quite pleased with um, the way I just didn't keep waffling. I thought we'd just do it, keep it concise because we need to get into this chat, I reckon. Yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah, you know. um, Sophie, thanks so much for being here. Um, if you would just like to start by um, just telling us who Sophie is, that would be probably a good little um, segue. Yeah,
2: sure. Um, So as you said, I am a functional nutritionist. Um, I haven't always been, so I started out life um, as a lawyer. And then, yeah, practiced for about nine years and went back after I had two babies. And then just, you know, like that juggle was just, I totally admire (laughs) admire people who do that now because it's, you know, it's insane. Um, But after I had my second baby, um, sort of hit a wall um, with postnatal depression, came out of nowhere. I just felt like the um, carpet had been pulled out um, underneath me just overnight um, and yeah so went you know to the doctor they said you've got postnatal depression I sort of felt like there was something else happening um, so sort of did started doing my own research and I always sort of had this tendency to go down a more natural holistic route mm-hmm. um, so I was reading a Dr Libby book at the time actually and she was talking about the thyroid And I just remember saying to my mom, I was like, mom, like I'm all these things, like just ticking, you know, like I'm this, I'm that. And I was like, there's something else going on here. So I went back to my doctor and I said, can you please test my thyroid? And she said, yeah, okay, You know, she was kind of like humoring me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the next day she rang me back and I was like, oh, my God, there's something really wrong with me because she was like, you've got to come in and see me. Anyway, it turned out I had um, post um partum thyroiditis so it's when your thyroid um, goes haywire after having a baby um, and that just can make you feel all kinds of things so you know it's anxiety depression um you know your adrenaline for me I just had like adrenaline all the time so I had like shakes um you know you have diarrhea so it's all these things that happen to you that make you feel really rubbish And I'd been to the doctor and she was like, oh, yeah, postnatal depression. Yeah, have this medication. Mm. Um, So when they said to me, oh, actually, your thyroid's gone a bit crazy. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, there is something else going on. Mm. So
0: for me sorry did did the doctor um did you go back to the same doctor and did she give you the results and did you question her like I mean I just know I would have been like oh interesting that you just immediately said I had postnatal depression I wonder how many other you know people you've said that for you know
2: yeah yeah I know and I mean she was lovely and I get it you know they have 15 minutes and they're trying to help people so you know they want to But yeah, so it just didn't sit right with me. Um, And I guess it was a learning for her as well, because, you know, even me talking to like clients and friends and family, like this is so common and Mm. thyroid getting out of whack and postnatal depression kind of going hand in hand is something that Mm -hmm. is really common. Mm. Um, So yeah, as soon as I had that diagnosis of my thyroid, I was like, oh, thank God. Like, it's not just, you know, postnatal depression there is something else going on as well so then I went to you know the thyroid specialist and they wanted to medicate me and I was like oh I don't really want to be on medication I've got a 10 week old baby I'm breastfeeding is there anything else I could do and he just said no just don't have coffee because you know that'll make you really jittery um right yeah (laughs) yeah then at the time a friend said oh um a friend of mine is studying this functional nutrition um she you know can probably help you with this kind of stuff so that just really felt right to me so I went to this functional nutritionist and I just fell in love with it um the whole Mm. process um and she just helped me so much so starting with digestion and you know you kind of um just to kind of segue into what functional nutrition is here for a minute. Um, It's about not having a band-aid and just going, you know, here, have this thyroid medication or, you know, take, you know, this, um, you know, postnatal depression medication. Mm -hmm. It's about digging really deep, doing some detective work and finding out, you know, what the root cause is. Which I think is just amazing because you know we've all got underlying things Mm. going on, um yeah. So that's sort of the base of functional nutrition is digging really deep and finding out what is going on for you. You know, it's not just general blanket thing. It's really sort of personal. Um, so yeah, that really sat well with me when I went and saw this functional nutritionist, um, and then yeah i just decided you know law this isn't working for me um Mm. and at the time we were living in wellington and then um we decided to move back home so i'm from the kapiti coast and so i just thought this is a perfect time we'll do some more study so i yeah decided to study do functional nutrition and i just i love it like you know Mm. you
0: know,
1: like law is okay, but yeah, actually, you actually
0: this know, is your passion, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it's, it, sorry, it's so interesting because law obviously served a purpose for you at the time, but then we, as we as we um, get older and things crop up, like I'm so different to who I was, even though I still think I am 20, I am very different. And the, my needs and my body and what I need to function my, to my optimum, you know, to my best is so different. And it's so um, amazing for you to have found like you've, you, were, you were down this kind of dark, you were in a dark place, which led you to this light and your passion now. So that's so cool.
1: Yeah
2: yeah I, and I just love it and you know being a mum you know I think I've just got you know the real life experience so I've lived it too so I can really empathize um, I know what it's like to lose your mojo um, and you know I've got through it and I've used alternative methods to get through it Um, so I think it's also just letting people know that there are options
1: mm, and yeah
2: yes like antidepressants and stuff they you know they are helpful they're great they work for lots of people Mm. um but if you want to also supplement that with other things then there is you know so many things that you can do
1: Mm. it's it's sorry
0: just your turn I've chatted enough
1: no it's really interesting I feel like sometimes this can often happen like through become through pregnancies and birthing children and raising children and then having this flip of your career but like understandably so based on your experience that you've just talked about um but how does my question was probably a big is going to be a big tangent off to postpartum depletion like so does postpartum depletion is that like an umbrella term for all sorts of things that can go wrong including this thyroid thing issue that you had or yeah, where's the fit in with that
2: yeah, yeah. So it is, I guess, a good way of looking at it as um, a bit of an umbrella. So sometimes I think it's not just one thing that's going on. Um, like for me, yes, I think I did have postnatal depression, but I also had the thyroid going on. And so they were sort of, you know, not helping each other. Um, mm-hmm. but yes, postnatal depletion can be the base of, you know, postnatal anxiety, postnatal depression, the mm-hmm. thyroiditis. So yeah, I think, I mean, postnatal depletion is always a great place to start when I work mm. with mums. Um, and, you know, like people are like, oh, but my baby's like four or five. I'm like, yeah. So, you know, often you've had multiple pregnancies and, you know, a short space of time, you know, got three under five, um, three under four, whatever it is. And your bodies just haven't had a chance to replete um and you know get back all those minerals um and vitamins and you know like having a baby just they suck our souls mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean as yes. much as you know you love them they you know can be little parasites they take all the good stuff um mm-hmm. and leave us um with what's left over um and one thing that's really common too is we're going into these pregnancies already depleted
0: so mm-hmm yeah and we're also th- older yeah I've heard before um that actually where our bodies are designed to have at least three years break between pregnancies or something is that true I mean I had four pregnancies in five years i had four babies in five years yeah
2: which is yeah. not good
0: so every time I was getting pregnant I was probably really depleted yeah yeah 100% yeah
2: so um I just wrote a blog about it actually um and that's you know one of the things i started with is that yes you know in ancient cultures they knew that you the best time was to wait for three years before trying mm. to grow another human mm. um and that's how long it took to heal and to replenish the nutrients in your body um which you know that would be great but we're all starting to have kids you know into our you know late 20s 30s you know 40s some mm. people. And we just don't have time. Um, Whereas, you know, those ancient cultures, they were having children, 16, 17, 18. So they had time to have three Mm. years between each child. Mm. Um, Yeah. And I think, you know, everyone's got careers. So you're just starting later. You want to get established and, you know, have all these things done before you start having children. Um, Yeah. And our diets don't help stress doesn't help so that's why we're already going into it depleted
1: Mm. so what do people do like I mean uh, what what do you do like pre-pregnancy or postpartum and I mean you know sometimes I feel like with things like this uh, it could be such a can of worms and your budget to explore this and you know what's needed to go down that route and dig deeper and stuff but yeah. are there kind of like i don't know tips or things you can consider to do or yeah totally so i'm a massive advocate for if you can you know the
2: preconception care so mm. if you're planning on getting pregnant then you know let's do all we can to get your body in the best shape to go into those pregnancies you know with a bit of a head start yeah so definitely and i'm not all about supplements either so it's you know like, let's start with food um and we don't have to be perfect we're just trying for improvement so you can start you know eating whole foods so you know if you know where your food comes from that's a whole food you know like mm. avocados you know your meats meats and veggies Um, mm. I often say to clients like what was your grandma eating
1: mm-hmm. let's go mm. back
2: to that you know mm. like um animal products animal fats butter those kind of things they're not mm. the bad guys they're the really good things that we need to be eating mm. um so yes definitely preconception that's key so um you know that's sort of the ambulance in the bottom of the cliff is the postnatal care it's kind of too late so well it's not too late because we can come back from that but if we can get that jump start yeah. and do it you know preconception then that's awesome um so I do find with most clients, though, I have to supplement because our soils are just, you know, they're nutrient um, deficient at the moment because, you know, we've been farming for, you know, hundreds of years and they're just, you know, our soils are not getting the goodness put back into them. And that's yeah. why our food has been grown out of. Mm. So, yeah, that's a whole nother chat. But, um, yeah, so if we can kind of get that good food, nutrients as much as possible great but if we can supplement and if i had to pick one it would be like a preconception prenatal multi-vitamin yeah yep. um and our egg health can actually be improved within 90 days so you know if you're thinking about having a baby you know let's get on a preconception multi um just to give you that boost you know mm-hmm. 90 days before you start trying to conceive mm-hmm. um yeah so that's the preconception and then postnatally yeah there's 100% there's heaps of things you can do. Um, it's it's hard because you know you've just you had a baby you've got two babies or three babies and you're really exhausted so I start with um, sort of like a three-pronged approach so that's the food um, like I said trying to get whole foods in. But there's also some really good hacks that you can do because, you know, I know that everyone's time poor. So um, smoothies are something that I am a massive advocate for, for my clients, Um, especially because you can just pre-prep the stuff, have it in the fridge, grab it out in the morning or whenever, and you can really pack a nutritional punch with something like smoothies. Um, You know, buy a cooked chicken from the supermarket. You don't have to be, you know, roasting chickens and stuff like that. Shred it, have it in your fridge, grab out that as you snack. Mm. Um, one of my favorite things to do was to make like a scroggin and mix um, when I was breastfeeding because, you know, you're stuck on the couch. <laughs> you just have your water bottle on one side and, mm. you know, because you don't always of thirst as soon as you start breastfeeding um, i was not like yeah. that did you
1: know I was. I was so yeah you were lisa i remember you always had a bottle and a friend of mine always had to have the bottle next to her i was not thirsty breastfeeding yeah but
0: you and Shar have just been like these weird natural feeders <laughs> that like they like sophie i fed all my kids till they were one and it was always an issue i mean i, I was a good feeder but it was always a bit of a six weeks, ouch, Britain oh. br- let down, major pain. And like Jess and i have just not had any of that. And I've mm. had massive overflow of milk and it was always such a bitch. Mm. Hey, just yeah. on that line, I was thinking about um, – when I was pregnant, like had Rico, he was my first. And then he was, by the time he was like 11 months, well, we were pregnant with the second and I was still feeding. And, you know, when you're still feeding, but you're pregnant and then you're thinking, mm. oh, I should stop feeding. So then I could give my body a break. And so you stop feeding and then you're pregnant anyway. So you just constantly it, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know,
2: I think you can, like the first baby, you can kind of like get through it because you've just had one. Yeah. Mm, and then yeah. you just start adding multiple yeah. babies. Mm. Exactly what you just said, like, it just kind of like steamrolls and then you know you get even busier
1: Mm. and I feel Um, like everything feeds each other like I mean you're you know you said yeah I probably would have been postnatally depressed as well but the thyroid, like I imagine the thyroid problem was probably the root cause of the depression. You know? Totally, because like, you're oh, feeling like crap. Yeah, the fact that made you feel so rubbish probably fed the depression, didn't it?
0: And then you're sad and you're probably quite down on life and you are yeah. you don't have any mo- motivation to exercise or feel better because you're feeling like shit. So it's just a vicious cycle.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, think I just feel like so many people will feel this, but I also think Same. that... um it's a case of like, if you're not a regular exerciser, right? If you're if you don't regularly exercise, you don't know how good exercise can make you feel. And I feel like this might be a similar thing. Yeah. Where yeah. you don't really know what you're missing out on. You know, yeah. you're kind of tired and stuff, but you're just a mum. Like you're a mum. Yeah. You to totally. It's meant to feel like your nutrients are gone, but like, really, it shouldn't have to be that way, eh? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And there's a difference between being tired because you know you are a mum. Yeah. And then there is this like you know like exhaustion in your bones Mm. like you know and that's that's kind of what we see with postnatal depletion is that fatigue that is you know you wake up in the morning you're exhausted you just can't catch a break
1: that, um, that would be my question is like how does someone identify like how does someone help not just like self well self-diagnose basically yeah like how does someone yeah. kind of figure that out yeah
0: there's going to be all these sparkle potters off to the doctor without by, go- my thyroid yeah Cheek without going and
1: just relying on google but you know what are the yeah. standout signs i suppose yeah but isn't that great if that does mean that people are yeah. going can you please test my thyroid yes
2: For me, um, it was just it, it wrecked me. Someone just saying, "Oh, you've got postnatal depression," when it came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Do you know, like it's all, all almost similar to so many things that I like when I wanted to resolve my PMS and my periods and stuff. And they're like, I'll oh, just put the marina in and that will kill it. That will, that will stop it. Or you. And I was like, well, actually, I don't really want to do that. I've had four births and babies and I, I don't want to just whack something in me and solve it like that. I actually want to get to the root cause, which is similar to what yeah. you were told with mm-hmm. yeah. your post depression. So the more yeah. we talk about this kind of stuff and actually... Um, be a bit more like stand up for our own rights in our body and go like hey no I know that doesn't sit right with me don't just agree and go oh okay and then twaddle off and do it like actually speak up which is what you've done and which is what I did as well which that's really cool that we're paving that way for other people to do as well yeah Mm -hmm. oh I just lost my breath then (laughs) (laughs) passionate about this to answer your question about how you um
2: might know that you are Natally depleted and um, so even just what you alluded to like PMS hormonal disruptions like all of that stuff um definitely can get disrupted by postnatal depletion um, you're constantly sick you know I know kids get sick and you know they're bringing home bugs and stuff but if you are like constantly you know you pick up everything really easily then that's you know a really big clue that you need some help. Um, the fatigue we've mentioned, um, feelings of anxiety, depression, you know, you lose your mojo, uh, brain fog. Is Do you mean another. mojo like sex? No,
1: I think she just means no, like, think, mojo. Well, <laughs> oh, that's totally that's that probably term. too,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, but just losing yourself, I think, you know, you kind of, you... You know you had a job, you had a life, you did these things. And then, you know, I think lots of us as mums just suddenly you just like bogged down and being a mum and you can't see, you know, what else you used to do that have dropped off because you just do it. Like mm. as women, I think we are sort of bad at doing that. You know, we put ourselves, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth down the line of what our priorities are. So yeah, that's more what I mean about your mojo, but you definitely yeah you sparkle. Video.
1: Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, So, yeah, those are some of the symptoms um, that you would notice if you were, yeah,
0: suffering. So so I feel like I noticed all those symptoms, but that's what Jess is alluding to and the fact that there were a lot of people that probably are like, oh, well, that was kind of me, that's kind of me. Uh, but I didn't ever go to the doctor for anything and now I'm feeling great and I feel like I know my body so well and I know what I need to do to perform it a really great in in a great space I wonder you know do you know what I mean like I wonder how different your feelings were to my feelings like your thyroid you clearly were feeling completely there was something not right and so maybe mine were just all mild symptoms that went with just having lots of babies and I didn't need that you know I didn't there was obviously it wasn't really an underlying thyroid do you think do you know what I'm trying to say
1: yeah
2: yeah so I think probably most mums would have some degree of Mm. postnatal depletion unless they are like on this kind of stuff like you know if you were really um, you know conscious about your diet um, you know your supplementation movement all those things then I think yeah we all probably have some yeah there. it just depends like with me I needed some help to get myself back out of it um, yeah I don't know Lisa when did you start feeling like you just said you feel great like when did you fit start feeling great after having four babies
0: Uh, Well, do you really want to know the truth when I started regularly? No, when I started regularly exercising.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sparkle
0: because it got, it gave me the confidence and it gave me an inner sense of worth. It gave me back to, I became the person I once remembered I was. I um, was more in control of eating really, really mindfully, eating nutritiously, looking after my water intake. All of that was a domino effect for me. Mm -hmm. And that is when I, and I know that, I know that that's when it really was a turning point for me. Like when I was not,
1: yeah. Also later though, I think what came with the exercise in your rare situation was the business and your work and your purpose behind all of that and actually delivering, do you know what I mean? Like Move Up Mother yeah. helped you as well because no, of but- your- Old personality,
0: yeah. But this is actually, I reckon, I was quite depleted after my third child. But then I started finding I used to work out at home after Carlos was mm. born. That's when mm-hmm. me and Jess and Shah used to share workouts together. And it was before, you know, that was a good two and a half years before Move It Mama even mm. existed. But I was very much I remember had just moved to Christchurch, Jess, and we were working. You know, I'd work out with the three boys all around. And that was, I do remember Mm. that was a sense of purpose for me, just Mm. doing that. Mm. Little little tiny tweaks, eh, that you can do to change.
2: Yeah. Which is totally the key. And it's sort of like chicken and egg. Like you're saying, you know, the exercise was what got you out. But then, you know, probably from exercising, you were feeling better, so you make better food choices, you have better energy. So it's, you know, like it can just be one little thing like that that is going to help change things Mm.
0: for you. Yeah. isn't it such a thrill when you're a mother though and you're a new mother or you've you've got a few you know a few young kids when you do go out and do some exercises and you finish and that feeling of like whoa like I just did that for me nobody else right now this is just for me and that yeah. that is enough to give you a boost eh
2: yeah yeah definitely and um, so that was what my three pronged approach to is, you know, that's why it's great talking to you guys too is that movement. So, mm. you know, we talk about the food, just having the snacks, just getting what you can that's easy for you. So I said it before, and it's one of my taglines, you know, we're not going for perfection, we're just going for improvement. Mm-hmm. So, totally have your chicken in the fridge ready to go, you know, make your scroggin, you know, add some chocolate to it, you know, that's fine. Like, but you're getting in some good nuts and seeds and things while you're having that, you know, go for dark chocolate if you can. That's always better. Um, Have your smoothies. um, And then, yeah, the movement. Like, I think I remember when I had my first, baby, you know, some days I didn't even make it to the letterbox. Um, and, you know, if I had my time again, I would do things differently. Um, so when you can get back into that movement, and I know you guys are great advocates for that, and, you know, doing it, you know, you get back to basics, your yoga, your strength, those kind of things to start with. Um, you know, like you just said, um, least that movement and all that that gives you is, you know, is amazing. I mean, that is medicine in itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a question because now I'm thinking along my lifespan of since the third and then the fourth and then move it, mama. Could I have been, could you be all good and really balanced and you're, you're not, not depleted and then get depleted again? Like, so I feel like I was quite depleted. A, a year or so ago when I was just constantly doing high intensity yeah. around my cycle. And I feel quite, I remember dreading doing my workouts, which I never felt. And now I don't feel like that at all because I'm so much more knowledgeable and mindful to with exercise to my cycle. Could yeah. I have been depleted? Could I have gone from not being postnatal to deplete, to depleted to depleted, but is it still postnatal depletion or is it just depletion?
2: Yeah. So the sweet spot for postnatal depletion is actually to about two to four years postpartum mm-hmm. Um so yes you could have but another thing that I see and I don't think I have seen a woman in my clinic that does not have some degree of this is adrenal fatigue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean that's like a whole other conversation yeah. but that is something that is really really common so it could have been that because, you know, you're exhausted, you're a busy mom and um, you're just constantly on this hamster wheel. Um, so, yeah, and your adrenals are little organs that sit on top of your kidneys. And what they're meant to do is just produce adrenaline when you need it, that fight or flight response. Um, so as cavemen, when we were getting chased by a saber-toothed tiger, you would get this burst of adrenaline. And that's your little adrenals going, cool, I'm going to save your life. But how we all live at the moment um, is, you know, that hamster wheel, our adrenals are just constantly, chung, chung, Here, I have some more adrenaline. And then they just go, no, nah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out. I can't. You know, I'm not my adrenals. I'm not meant to be doing this for you. You need to be resting. You know, don't do high intensity seven days a week. Mm. Um because and it's also about knowing how that is making you feel like yes exercise is amazing but if you're doing your high intensity exercise and then that afternoon you're just what you know you're exhausted on the couch you're craving you know sugar and carbs and you know you just really really hungry then you know maybe high intensity is not for you at the moment Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah yes to answer your question could have been um depletion and you know also adrenal fatigue is definitely a massive player for yeah most women I see
1: basically I feel like an underlying or overriding overarching theme underlying whatever is that like the more we under, more we take the time to understand our body mm-hmm. like I think so many of us ride through life and cruise through life really friggin' like ignorance is bliss type thing um mm-hmm but actually like at least you have like improved your overall health and well-being so much by mm-hmm. digging deeper into your own health and well-being you know and yeah, I feel like we don't often we just as to Sophie's point like we don't might not put ourselves first very often at all but like you just might need to stop and check in and actually have a little look around eh? well when you're
0: such a psycho for like 10 days <laughs> before your period and like I never was a psycho I always thought that was just such a lot of bullshit that women just said that, that oh I've got PMS and I'll be like whatever 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 I mean when you suddenly three to four years later after having your fourth child become an absolute raging psycho you need to look in the mirror and go right something's not right yeah but you know? then
1: what I said to you the other day Lise was like I do, I underestimated this for you because I don't live in your walls and your four walls no you know? like you don't see me right I don't, see but I don't rage so, that much anymore no but that's what I mean like you no one can help like you've got to help yourself first you know because so, Sophie, you really know how you're feeling
0: yeah, yeah I know and you, you don't know what's – I've always said that you never know what's going on behind closed doors. And as much as you can live in my house, and you live down the road and we see each other all the time, hmm. you don't know – you know, there's just like moments of motherhood or being a wife or partner or something, and it just can make
1: you blow your lid, you know, <laughs> like
0: yeah. – you don't see that. And I don't put it on social media because that would be
1: weird. <laughs> hey, um, Sophie, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I just like, you know. It would be Sophie. totally relatable. Yeah, I mean, it would be. That's the thing. And she is quite honest. You are quite honest from time to time. I'm not going mean, to get you- my phone and video me right no, like, I- you
0: know, <laughs> smashing a bowl in my sink. You know, I've yeah. done that once, guys. Like, this is peak. Peak, peak pms rage. about eight months ago i smashed something i mean i'm that's pretty bad see look now i want to delete that Sophie. We were talking about <laughs> editing before hey sophie i'm 51 days without alcohol and people have told me before when i was going down this pms rabbit hole of what can i do and people had said that dr libby told me to get off the wine and i was just like not really not really not really i'm off and it's just unbelievable is that something that I, is that true? Will it, will I, is it a placebo effect or is it, am I really, is it, is this working for me?
2: Well, that's awesome. It's 100% working for you because you feel amazing. Um, it's not for everyone and it's probably not something that everybody needs to give up. But, you know, like you, you got to that point in your life where you realized, okay, you know, I want to give this a go. And at the moment, I guess you're kind of experimenting with it. It might not be something that is, you know forever you're not gonna have a drink and enjoy it um but yeah if it's working for you then it's definitely um, and yeah. I don't like to take things away from clients so I my focus is on what good things we can add in mm.
1: to yeah it,
2: um which I think is really awesome for busy mums because I'm not going to sit here and go oh look he should be dairy free gluten no. yeah you know, and don't have coffee and you know mums are just sitting here going oh Cool. Oh,
1: like, destroy my soul! soul thing. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To and I
2: was just gonna say that. Yes, <laughs> you've got to do good things for your soul. Yeah. And then, you know. So if that means you have your glass of wine on a Friday night and you love it and you just have one, then you know I have no problem with that. Mm. um but-
0: I, I don't either. That's what I want you to know here, and everybody that's listening. Like, I love we that too. That. Yeah. So I, but I needed to change something, I suppose. Yeah. But. It does sadden me to think that I, to optimize to my best health, I needed to take that away. But it doesn't mean I'm never going to do that again. But it's great to be able to really know your body and know that Mm. some things have got to change, eh? But I'm all about living a life that we want to enjoy as well. But you sometimes you have to go, if there are things that are really overriding and making you feel crap, you do have to do something about it, eh? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what else you are
2: doing. But, you know, for, you know, clients and mums that I have in my clinic, I often say, look, let's try 10 days without, you know, XYZ, whatever it is for them. Um, And while we're doing that, we are healing their gut. So a lot of, you know, things like PMS, um, you know, all those types of things can come from gut health. So If you're doing some other work on yourself as well, then that's going to be healing you. And then, you know, hopefully you can get back to having your glass of wine, Mm. whatever it is you want to Mm -hmm. have. And, you know, if it's a client that I've had in, and I've said, look, let's just try 10 days without dairy. Um, but while we're doing that, we're going to focus on introducing lots of probiotic foods. We're going to have, you know, bone broth or whatever it is for them. So it's always an individual protocol for that person. And then after that, let's try and reintroduce, you know, whatever it is and see how you feel. And often if we've done that underlying healing, then you know they're fine they're mm. good to go back and have you know say they have their dairy you know lots of people are like love oh, cheese. Mm. they can have their cheese on a Friday night but it's something that they're like it's once a week for me that I can cope with having that now
1: yeah
0: yeah I'm, I'm just lolling because life is such a bloody pain eh? like you know I was just thinking like I don't want to just never not feel that fun drunk feeling again like how can you just not and then and then, you know when you go into um oh I, I'm gonna get like I'm just thinking about just Joe blogs here going oh I'm gonna I'm not not gonna eat sugar this now and then it's like and then you get the other birdie in your head going life's too short eat the bloody sugar
1: yeah yes do, um, do you know yeah. what I mean yeah definitely but like that's the thing what I think yeah, I think you will reach a point, Lise. I think you're a bit of a, I think you're maybe a bit of a perfectionist, eh, Lise? And like I just... you, you've established you've got a bit of perfect moment syndrome, but that's kind of subsiding in.
0: I I don't this is like I've got a bit of I know I'm not diagnosed OCD but OCD isn't like hand washing okay I've listened to this podcast and it's like I do quite like to have control over things yeah
1: yeah so so I think there's a bit of a thing for you at the moment that you're counting these days alcohol free completely so having one drop is going to screw with that yes yeah so when do you do that hey eh? but this yeah, is so when I'm ready when, I'm ready when i'm ready when i'm ready this will be another podcast because um, yeah, we've got to cross that bridge
0: yeah it's a real mind fb me yeah
1: okay a <laughs> so mind you've been a lot of people hey so if, what's the third <laughs> prong so you've got food diet movement
0: Yeah. so supplements
1: um mm-hmm. so i know supplements are not for everyone and it's not something
2: that It's a must, but I find with all the stuff going on that we've just talked about, you know, our sores are depleted, Mm. we're stressed, we're having babies late, et cetera, et cetera. We sometimes just need supplements to get us back onto an even keel, get us functioning optimally, and then we can maintain that with, you know, good food choices and movement. So those three prongs are all sort of really interrelated. Mm. Um, If you have to choose one, get a really good... um, prenatal multi um so i've got some what is really-
0: oh what even though you're postnatal you get a prenatal multi yeah yeah so oh
2: yeah, it cool. covers so the ones that i recommend cover right through to breastfeeding i think that's a really interesting point too because lots of people might take their um multis and then they'll oh, i've had the baby cool you know I'm done with that um but when you're breastfeeding again like they're taking so much from you um you know an average mum needs about 700 extra calories a day when you're breastfeeding um, especially in those initial phases when you are just mm. sort of started so that's a lot um so definitely when breastfeeding you still need to
1: it's bite. a whole big mat, hey yeah more, more than that <laughs> Hey, um, but this is like postnatally though, or like not postnatal, but like now, so like a couple of years on. Yeah. What would be your suggestion there? Yeah. So then um,
2: I love sort of, you'd probably, if you've finished breastfeeding, then yeah, definitely a good multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the Be Pure brand, mm-hmm. um, New Zealand brand, because, um, you know, I know people are going to want to know. Um, They do a really good multi, which is a really good base. Um, but then for mums I often we go straight to omega-3s so the really good um, fats that you get from things like walnuts salmon those kind of things mm-hmm. um, but I find supplementing that is key so when I went and had my third baby so I'd struggle you know with postnatal depression after the second one mm-hmm. I again like I had to Fall in love with this functional nutrition stuff. And so I sort of researched and they're actually doing studies at the moment at Canterbury uni, I think on, um, dosing with fish sure, oils for anxiety and depression mm-hmm. um which is really cool so i had come across that and so i just really high dosed myself and you'd need to see a practitioner to talk about doing this mm-hmm. with omega-3s so that is one supplement along with my prenatal that i took the whole way through my pregnancy mm-hmm. and i was terrified because i was like I-, I can't you know this can't happen to me again mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i've you know got um two other kids at home now, and I just you know so um, along with food and lots of things have changed in my life. But yeah, those were the two supplements that I had um, was my prenatal and the omega three. So yeah, if there was you know sort of two that I had to pick, it would be those two. Um, vitamin D is essential, especially at this time of year when we're going into winter and we're not getting it from the sun. And again, it's a really cheap and effective supplement to have. Um, and then your things like iron and zinc um your multivitamins do have those in them but lots of people I see they need a boost of iron um, and I know myself like I take iron sort of in a bit of a cycle so I don't take it I'm not on it all the time but I know so things like really heavy periods um bad PMS things like that can come from low iron so I know if I'm like oh yeah no you know that period was a bit heavy I need to go back on my iron. So mm-hmm. touching on that, being really in tune with your body. So mm-hmm. again, it's not, you know, chewing back all the supplements all the time, but it's like saying, okay, yeah, I, that's right. I need to have some more iron, more we'll supplement this month with a course of, you know, a bottle of iron. Next month I'll make sure, you know, I'm eating a bit more red meat, you know, those kind mm-hmm. of things. And um, manage it. Um, yeah, so those would be some of the most common supplements. Um, mm-hmm that I recommend to women. Um, The awesome thing about what I do is when I see people in clinic, I actually can um, functionally test them. So I do test pressure points on the body based on different systems and organs. So it's based on Chinese acupressure points and we can work out where the priorities are in your body that are needing extra support and then we work out exactly what supplements your body needs mm. so it's kind of magic like it's pretty mm. so, cool.
0: so do people if, if people wanted to come to you do they not need to go to the doctor first do they just go to you and you can sort them out kind of thing yeah yeah
2: and i just i love it because you know someone will go walk into you know a health 2000 or whatever shop and say oh i can't sleep and you know they're gonna say okay cool well take this magnesium, take that. And you've walked out and you've spent 200 bucks on things that you don't even know if they are what your body needs. Um, But how I work, so I do it by distance as well. So there's a 300 um, questionnaire that you do in it. Um, ask you 300 different questions and they relate to your body and exactly what's happening for you. Mm. So it might be things like, you know, do you have bumps on the back of your arms? Um, And that means that you are deficient in vitamin A, you know, are you tender, you know, between your kneecaps? Then, you know, that relates to something. So everything relates to something individual. So Mm. I think that's the beauty of what I do. It's for that individual. And it's so cool because no one's the same.
0: Mm, Cool. Jess, Do you feel like
1: you're? Are you depleted at all? Do you reckon? I think I was. I don't think I am really now. I don't think. I think I I was. was, Yeah. I think you were too. Um, I was. I was sick all the time. Um, through my pregnancy with Bo. Yeah. Yeah. After Nina, through the pregnancy with Bo, and they were quite close, and then remember I just yeah always always sick and I did go to just entire as you say, day very yeah, very as you say so if I basically walked into an, the equivalent of a health two thousand but actually I think I was actually quite I think I received quite good advice I know very generalized but um yeah to be fair I've actually kind of stopped taking what they gave me but it was everything you actually said it was um like a multivitamin it had a booster of iron but then i think she gave me another thing that was iron and zinc vitamin c didn't get vitamin d um yeah anyway so i did uh, yeah yeah Yeah. even like i've
0: got all these um supplements at the moment from the doctor that prescribed them for me after covid Mm -hmm. because he knows my business and he knows what i need to you know do to get back anyway it's just I even find it an effort just getting my bottle out and just taking them all
1: it's just like oh I can't be bothered today I'll, well, I'll do it tomorrow hence how I've stopped doing it but I, I know maybe that's just because we're just naturally feeling a bit better so there's less incentive right
0: yeah no but
1: I've got these amazing fish oil ones They're so expensive the ones that I got
0: oh my gosh how, like yeah. does that the ones that he gave me are a hundred dollars or something for this Um, Box of them. There's heaps of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, like heaps. Like I'm, I'm about six weeks post COVID, but I'm still only halfway through. Do I still keep taking them? Mm. Yeah. For sure.
2: I mean, I take mine all the time because you know we well I talk about it all the time um is having good fats in your diet and yeah fats, right? so people are becoming more aware of that so that's you know things like animal fats butter coconut oil avocado nuts seeds all those things but it's really hard to get omega-3s in your diet so yeah it's you get lots of omega-6s um but you need to have that balance right so if you're not eating heaps of fish and walnuts and you know flax seeds all those types of things it is really hard to get those omega-3s mm-hmm. in so that is one thing that i take all the time and mm-hmm. it is yeah, yeah. yeah. see yeah. that will be
0: helping me with my pms too then eh? there's so, there's so yeah. much more stuff i've added in and you know stop doing heaps of high intensity added in strength and added in supplements and Taken out a bit of alcohol so there'll be a lot of things going on there I won't really know
1: I yeah. think um Sophie made such a good point though and that like we're starting off depleted like I think our yeah. we'll the way foods become more and more processed as well and just the, like I barely eat fish because it's so expensive so maybe I'm yeah, better same. off to buy an omega-3 supplement yeah. fish because I can't maintain the cost of fish anyway like yeah. you know yeah definitely and it's about
2: making those choices and I think too like I alluded to the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff like you're better off like people are like it's expensive and it's like yes and no yes there are lots of things you can do like in terms of you know you don't have to buy the expensive cuts of meat and stuff you know like chicken drumsticks are still reasonably cheap like buy Mm. them don't buy the breast because you're actually getting good fats on the chicken drumsticks Mm. and that um and yet just what you said about the supplements like yes if you kind of sit down and have a look at it yes maybe you are better taking the omega-3s and you know you're getting it in you know yeah. the right ratios yeah. um yeah so yeah. it's not for everyone but yeah i mean everything's expensive right now uh, expensive. i
1: know and also like you're right though it's like do you want to well you 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 can band-aid it all you like or you can brush it under the rug all you like but like at the end of the day it might be a cost now but also it's probably going to save you in the future. And also like how paramount is your health? Do you want to walk around feeling like shit? I think most people kind of do and they put up with it and they don't need to. You know?
0: <laughs> oh, you mean they don't yeah.
1: want to feel it. Like, they don't want to. A walk lot of around around people kind of half walk around feeling like shit and we don't yeah. do anything about it. But because they possibly don't really know where to what start. What to do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yeah. Well, this yeah. will be P- this probably, is interesting. Yeah. Like
2: um, you were saying about your PMS and stuff, least too, is that a lot of people just think because it's common, it's normal. Absolutely. Um, yes. And it's, just, it's not, you know, like your period should just turn up. You know, you shouldn't be getting tender breasts and cramps and you know constipation or diarrhea or all these PMS things that people have going on. It should just, you know, like arrive one day nicely, it turns out. Um, but you know, we've been living in this society where everyone talks about PMS and it's you know, oh, that's just a thing we have to deal with, but Absolutely.
1: You don't. Yeah. So Same Do with all you these...
0: Yeah. Sorry, this. Sophie, do you not get any PMS? Um no.
2: But I have had to work really, really hard. Um, and if I, like I saying about the iron tablets, if I do slip off a little bit, I won't sit.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so iron for you is crucial for an easier period.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I take a multi-B vitamin. It's really essential for me. Um and I know my adrenals have taken a really big hammering. So I take adrenal support as well. Um you, but I'm so lucky because I can test
0: myself. Yeah. What's <laughs> really important here is that because you need these things doesn't mean everybody else yeah. needs these things. So just if you are listening to this, don't go running yeah. off and buying all this stuff you know. that Sophie needs to take for no PMS because your body is <laughs> yeah. different to hers. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, instead write to Sophie and say, Sophie, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help <laughs> me. Sophie. How can we um how can our listeners contact you? Um so I
2: have got a website, so that's um nourishandurture.codot nz um or I am nourish and nurture by Sophie
1: on Instagram.
0: Cool. And we'll have it in the um little, we'll just make sure when you do your write up, you pop it below for yeah. people to get in touch with you. Yeah, I will. Um I feel like we could keep chatting for so mm. long because there's just so much to this chat and you're such a wealth of knowledge and I, I do think as Jess um said before
1: I reckon a lot of people will really relate to this chat mm-hmm. absolutely I think as I said before a lot of us are walking around feeling like shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, cool. um we can empower
2: people to you know mm, yeah what, what, like,
0: Yeah, questioning yourself, A, like what would be your first, just quickly just to summarize, what would be your first tip if I said to you, or if I just am one of these people that is just feeling like shit, what would you say to do?
2: Um so one of the first things I get people to do is actually a food diary. So And that's not just about what you're eating. I call it a food and mood diary. So, you know, you write down what you had for breakfast and and actually we look at your stools and what your poos is looking like. I talk Mm -hmm. a lot about poos, it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is to just jot down a day and also, you know, say, okay, I had wheat bits for breakfast this morning and then I had no energy at about 10 o'clock. Oh, and I was constipated. Yeah, I had a chicken salad with you know some good oils and some nice root vegetables for lunch. I feel great at one
0: o'clock,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's starting to connect those dots of yeah. mm-hmm. how food is making you feel. Yeah. And I think that's one of the best things that I do. And clients are like, I've never thought about that before. Yeah. Um. So and it's simple and it's free. You can do it at home, and then you can start kind of like you know drawing lines, you know, join the dots and work out, you know, oh okay, so you know that wheat bix Um, I had no good fats or no protein for my breakfast
0: Mm. so how can I you know change that up it kind of opens up that's that pathway to actually tune um honing in on how you're feeling and um training your training yourself to be more mindful about how you feel with particular things eh yeah
1: so that's a great
2: great starting point
1: cool that is really cool I've never I've never been told that before. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought, you know, keeping food diaries is one thing, but never to relate it to your mood. That's simple and really, really great. Okay. yeah and pose and my, pose I, oh, yeah. I really
0: want to talk about my pose but i'm not gonna because <laughs> <laughs> but like we'll talk about that afterwards. I, I want to know if mine are normal but maybe i'll ask
1: you.
2: oh
0: it's just like my tummy's rumbling ready to go by like quarter to six every morning is that just because i'm used to that oh sorry
1: i missed the end of that oh don't worry she's <laughs> just asking about her poo so let's go on to, well we can talk about that another time or offline
0: um okay we better go yeah. yeah all right well um yeah thanks so much for joining us oh thanks for having me was it fun,
1: <laughs> was it really we fun? recording? No. <laughs>
0: No, oh, we haven't stopped recording. We keep going, but I, did, was it fun? Did you like yeah, it?
2: it was fun. I mean, I could talk <laughs> about all of this stuff all day. I mean, I just, yeah. it's just fascinating and it's just never ending. Like I'm constantly yeah. learning
0: new stuff and yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done for you. Well done, done to you for changing your career and like, mm. you know, really um, being passionate about something. And it's so clear that you are and that is just a great feeling. So um, well done. Yeah. Oh, thanks.
1: Thanks. Yeah thanks for coming okay. on I'm sure we're going to get a really great response from this and um, you know it opens up a great topic or can at least yeah opens up <laughs> a can of words, but it gets people thinking and self-reflecting yeah. and taking yeah. ownership and that's for what yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what we're but about I think that's what
2: I'm most passionate about too is that you don't have to feel like this this Six. doesn't have to be yet yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah cool yeah lots well, of things Go and have a lovely afternoon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Muffy. See you soon. Bye.